passion. I want to tell you today, without a doubt, the greatest passion and hunger for life begins when we no longer fear the unknown. Today, how to imagine the flying dragons of all things possible in order to live our best lives in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, Kinetic Belief Creatives. I'm Stephen Kenyon. So glad you could join us for another adventure of attracting our best lives. The email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Greetings to you, Miss Maggie. Stephen, hello. My bestie. How is it going? My bestie. It's going great. Nice to see you today. You too. I'm so excited. What about? Uh, the workshop. Workshop. The live workshop coming up. <laughs> The Kinetic Belief Live Workshop yes, coming up woo-hoo. so quick. Just about, what, about three weeks away now? Oh, I feel like Christmas is coming. I'm it so excited. It feels like a holiday. <laughs> well, it's been a while since we've been, exactly. in a, <laughs> been able to hang oh. out with uh, KB Creatives. There is no better way for dynamic change to become you than through experiential knowledge of just hanging out through interaction. Mm. And that's what's kind of got me stirred up about the upcoming event. Yes, and you're right. It has been a long time. I feel like everything has been on pause as far as that interaction, the live events. So this is thrilling. If you haven't already made plans to attend the Kinetic Belief Live Workshop with Miss Maggie and myself, make (laughs) sure you do this. Bring your questions with you, and we're going to work together to advance beyond, way beyond what has been. You know, it's the power of the imagination, Meg, for attracting and manifesting Mm -hmm. that absolutely never fails, but that requires that we stir our imaginations up. We do it intentionally. Yes, and isn't it nice, because I feel like as Kinetic Believers, we're constantly working to stir ourselves up and, and be being able to ping off of, of others for a change is, is almost a sense of relief. You know, you can sort of relax into it, which makes it really exciting. Well, a lot of people don't understand this, but passion and hunger comes from being stirred up. It's not mm. the other way around. Yes. In other words, a lot of people will say, well, I'm just waiting to become inspired. No, you stir <laughs> up inspiration. Inspiration doesn't yes. just become you. It's through observation and mm. intentionally stirring ourselves up that yes. we become hungry wow. and passionate for change and dynamic new things in our lives. So what an exciting opportunity to do all that together. That happens at the workshop. Amazing experience for us to be able to interact with everybody, all the KB creatives where everyone is located right there, right now. So you don't have to be able to get on a plane (laughs) and fly fly out to us or us to you. We can do this and we do it from the comfort of our, wherever we are. Yeah, your couch, your your hammock. (laughs) Your nook. <laughs> I'm also pretty psyched about today's topic. Really? How to imagine flying dragons. Ooh, what a cool name. That I think so. so fun. Well, and really quick, if, yeah. if somebody does want to check out the workshop, it is already on the website, correct? Oh, I, you know, I think it is. Yeah, it is. I think it's live um, on stephencanyon.com. And there's a lot of additional information there as well. And um, that's going to be on October 10th at October 10th, 1 yes. p.m. Eastern time. 
which is New York time. East, Eastern time. USA. America, America Eastern time. <laughs> yeah, it's New yeah. York time. <laughs> yeah. So do the math wherever yeah, you are. so make sure you check it out, everybody. Everybody is welcome to come. Yes. I want to see everybody I there. I too. I cannot wait. And I can't wait to see what burning questions everyone has and topics they want to discuss. I just love the collaboration aspect of this. Gosh, I just can't wait. So dragons. Dragons. How to, ima- <laughs> how to imagine flying dragons. Yes. Somebody who has a firm conviction... Uh, somebody that's got certainty about them, they have what's called an immovable expectation. In other words, regardless of what anybody will show up and try to convince them otherwise of, you cannot move somebody with an immovable expectation off of what they're waiting to see manifest into their lives. And that's kind of what we want to get into today. And it's the power of imagination, sort of a continuation of where we left off the other day. There is nothing... Megan, there's nothing more convincing than the experience of an immovable vision. Uh, we both experience it. Most people have. Um, it was the job of, of my my uh, football coach, for example, to get that get an immovable vision of victory into the to the uh, minds of all of us players. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was not as successful as as others, and but that's the goal is to get that immovable expectation or vision. Into our hearts, into our <laughs> minds, is, for whatever the task we have it, given ourselves. It becomes more important the worse, you know, the more you're losing at halftime. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. how big does the speech oh need goodness. to be? Well, yeah. how many points are we down by? <laughs> well, <laughs> right. So you, it's the art of being convincing. Mm. And, you know, we often talk about the power of subjective beliefs. I mean, and to manifest change into our lives. In other words, it's the imagination. It's what we choose to believe. It's the reality that we have chosen for ourselves that when held fast Mm -hmm. without becoming wavering or double-minded in our expectations, that's the thing that dynamically manifests change into our lives. It opens up doors of opportunity. Mm -hmm. We've talked about how um, it you have those what seemingly uh, appears to be random encounters with a person that is exactly the right one who can open the door for you for the thing you've been hoping to see. Well, I, I love how you just called it the art of convincing because that really sheds so much light on what we're actually doing. Because when you do have a negative emotion or you do have something, you know, kind of attempting to bring you down this negative energetic, a lot of times that feels concrete. It feels very permanent. And so to acknowledge that this is what we're doing, we are convincing ourselves otherwise. Um, I just really love that word. Because let's be honest, that's what we're doing. (laughs) Exactly, because look, if we've not convinced ourselves of our subjective beliefs, then we're still open to persuasion. We're still open to, well, let me consider the objective. Let me consider your subjective ideas, because after all, I'm not convinced of my own. Well, and that parlays into so even you can imagine convincing someone else. You know, that requires passion. It requires aggression. And so when we convince ourselves of things every day of who we really are, the life we really are living, um, and implementing these positive energetics, you can all of a sudden imagine like you're selling yourself on it. That, I love well, that's that. A, that's exactly right. We're selling ourselves, convincing ourselves. The successful creative is the one who manages the life that they're presently experiencing yeah. while simultaneously managing their kinetic beliefs for the life that's becoming them. And I kind of want to turn the page here for just a moment because everybody's already, we're all already experiencing a life. Mm -hmm. We're always talking, Megan, about, about change, about experiencing your best life, becoming 
becoming what we were originally meant to be by unbecoming all of the negative source influencers that have changed and redirected yeah. our our pathway yeah. away from what we were supposed to be. Rewilding. And so as a result of that, what begins to happen is a lot of people get the idea, well, I just need to run away from the life I'm living. I need to just quit everything and, and go after the new thing that I'm expecting to manifest in my life. Now, hold on just a minute. You are now putting yourself on a pathway of destruction if you do that. Yeah. The successful creative creator is able to successfully manage the life that they're presently experiencing. The one that has shown up today with all of its flaws, all of its imperfections, while now, watch this, simultaneously beginning to ma manage their kinetic beliefs for the life that's becoming them, wow. the expectation of what's going to show up. So there's a duplicity to this thing mm. that leads to success. No we're, not burn to, we're not burning bridges. No need to start over. No need to. That's interesting. Well, we don't want to just destroy where we are right. in hope of getting something new. Don't, no, in other yeah. words, it's destructive to abandon the life that we're, that we're living right now while working to attract dynamic change. It's like taking your hand off the wheel of a car, flying down the highway. We, we still have to drive while paying attention to our GPS for where we're going. Right. We still have to manage the current present circumstance and to do it effectively, knowing that it's changing. Knowing that change is on its way, yeah. manage today exceptionally well while working your imaginations to see the flying dragons of possibilities yeah. showing up in your life for tomorrow. What a fascinating concept to begin where we are so that we can take what we already have accomplished and transform those things while we're transforming ourselves through that rewilding process. That's a really beautiful concept, isn't it? Because all of a sudden we're seeing these positive possibilities all around us. Right. And you know something is not being double-minded to do this it's simply taking responsible care of what is mm -hmm. while making room for the contents of what will be that's wonderful yeah wow 99% of people will just manage the life that they're in fearful of what they don't already know so much in fact that they just aren't willing to assume the risks of desire they're not willing to wait and see or to work on the change Fear of ridicule, fear of failure, fear of change for countless reasons will keep 99% of all people exactly where they are. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, fear then causes most, most people to just miss out on their natural advancement of larger experiences, of the greater life, of the best life, of becoming uh, more fearless, of becoming you know, healthier and wealthier and attracting joy and happiness and greater relationships. All of those wonderful things that we all aspire to receive, all of those new expressions of who we were created to become, fear will cause most people to miss out on all of those experiences. Fear of of, of uh, failure and all the things that we're talking about. Mm. And so it's by not managing, managing those expectations that causes us to lose out on those things. It's the imaginative life that attracts the desires that we have. It's the ability to imagine beyond where we are. It's the ability to imagine ourselves as winners, which my football coach was not able 
to do with us. And when you, that's great. Wasn't I just, I'm sorry, coach, I, love that I, just, it's his fault. I just can't see me scoring a touchdown. I don't know what it is, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's guys. always a fumble in there. I can only see us as the awful team that, yeah, we, that we've we are. got some work to do. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot my question. I was thinking about you playing football. Yeah. I can see why you forgot. Oh my gosh. Well, this is the way of life, Meg. This is the universe responds to the power of expectations. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. So when you when you're talking about managing expectations, you know, most people use that phrase to uh, downplay what's going to happen. Like, oh, you need to manage expectations. It's not going to be as good as you think. But it's almost like you're saying it in the opposite way. You need to manage these great expectations, these over the top um, dragon dream expectations that you would that, that are overwhelming, that are new ideas. Well, the way that with the successful kinetic believer manages the expectation of failure is by not imagining it. We we manage oh, the see. expectation of success by focusing on it, seeing us scoring the touchdown, and then all of a sudden the imagination for the fumble doesn't even exist. Now, a person who is successfully attracting more of themselves, let's say, let's say that you just want to uh, see 1% more effectiveness with each day. Mm-hmm successfully attracting more of yourself, and you've just determined that I just want to do this 1% better today than I did yesterday. I want to improve in my meditative focus by 1%. I want to improve in my ability to imagine outside of the box by 1%. I'm going to put 1% more effort into it. And I'm going to put 1% more effort into creating a higher viewpoint for my life. And let's just take this 1% and let's just say I'm going to do this only once a week. Not just every day, but I'm going to do 1% better this week than I did last week. I'm going to imagine my desires 1% to a degree of 1% better this week than I did last week. I'm going to build it through my journaling process, the blueprint for my best life by 1% increase this week. And I'm going to do all of this 1% advancement with an expectant gratitude, just 1% more gratitude than I had last week. For what's now being attracted into my life, just 1%, that person who's working on a weekly 1%, Megan, would hardly be recognizable after, well, let's say after two years. Could you imagine two years? That's over a 100% dynamic change of increase and abundance, better health, relationships, more joy, more happiness, Mm -hmm. over 100% best life manifestation in in every two years. Every two years. You'd go home if you hadn't been there in two years and and they wouldn't know who's walking through the door because it's it's over a 100% change in every area of your life just by determining to be better 1% per week. Most of us have been to the high school reunion. I've, I've been to one, I think, but you know, but we most people have done that. And when you go back to a high school reunion, it is so obvious who's been advancing, who's still pretty Isn't much it? the same, and and those well who have kind of digressed. Yes, we won't mention any names, but they're there, and you can tell as soon as you walk in the door. Well, what's the difference? Desire. Desire is the difference. Imagination is the difference working in everybody's life. The power of kinetic belief to attract circumstances to change is the difference that you see there at that high school reunion that is in alignment with the passion of desire that's represented in in each, each person that has shown up there. Those who continually know what to desire with a hunger for manifestation, well, what does hunger do? It doesn't stop. Hunger never quits until it's satisfied. Mm-hmm. The, the wisdom of hunger understands to constantly 
be managing the two lives that we're talking about, the present one and then the future one. So we won't have to quit believing or pivot from a desire because we're always working on thought forms that innovate and ideas that motivate, that attract change into our lives or improvements to what already is by uh, looking around and, and taking inventory. Look, at where there is a hunger for what you believe, which by the way, there is not one person listening today that, you know what, if I spent five, just five minutes with you, I could tell you exactly why I believe in who you were meant to become. I believe in you. I believe in the excellence within you. I believe in the dynamic personality that God gave you that's on the inside of you. I believe that you were meant for greatness. I believe that you are unique. You were uniquely created, and there's not anyone else like you. I believe in the genius of purpose that's already been supplanted on the inside of you. Every human being is a creative creator. Every single person has the potential to be able to excel way beyond what can now presently be seen. You know, Meg, this sounds so simple, but it's not until somebody starts to believe it. Absolutely. We have to believe it first. And, you know, I feel like you've brought us almost full circle just in this last moment here because it seems really vital that you began by by talking to us about the 1%. So just improve that 1% and imagine who you could become because, you know, the first gut reaction a lot of times to becoming your best self, living your best life is, do you not see my life? I am so busy. I'm already overwhelmed with whether it's kids or work or just all the things that are, all the expectations that are already swirling around me, all these obligations. So this idea of, you know, if you have that hunger that you're talking about to, to use it in a, in a one step at a time, 1% at a time, that matters. Any progress is progress. And I just love that you took us through that, that journey, understanding it in that way, because this isn't overnight. Well, that is the thing about a hunger that all of us can relate to and understand. We've all been hungry, physically <laughs> hungry for, before, and I don't know of anything that can generate passion quicker than that of an empty stomach. And there's not much of anything that will get in the way of between you and the refrigerator well, when you've got that hunger. I was going to say you feel that way because <laughs> we're together. Because <laughs> oh, you know it? me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously, you know, one of the best things that begins to happen to to people who dedicate themselves to working kinetic belief in their lives is the fact that uncertainty doesn't threaten them anymore. Mm. Not knowing what's on the other mm. side of the door isn't a threat. Wow. In fact, it becomes motivation. Why? Because you've got a passion that's been stirred up intentionally. You've got a hunger that's insatiable, and there will be nothing that will satisfy that hunger other than the excitement of the uncertainty that's on the other side of the door. Yeah. It's because, it's the look, it's the threat of uncertainty that people will harbor the fear of not just being of not being sure that stops most people from fixing what needs to be fixed in their lives. And I love how you're talking about uncertainty and you tell us all the time that, you know, the the thing that you're fearing that is uncertain only becomes certain if you call it so. And so the idea that we have this power to to make things so and to take the thing that is uncertain that could seemingly go either way, but that it's really just attached to what we're going to say about it, what we're going to proclaim and declare about it. The sense of uncertainty is the thing that, and underscore uncertainty, that is the thing that stops most people from ever experiencing their best lives. Mm. Uncertainty. Years ago, there was some kind of a box um, in the cabinet under my kitchen sink. And it was in the way of some cleaning supplies. 
And so every time I would, you know, clean the kitchen, I would reach down, I would take the box out, reach in, get what I needed, and then put the box back. And I was uncertain of what was in the box. And so that box remained in there for years in my way until one day I fearlessly decided that I was going to invest the time to look in the box. It was empty. It should have been thrown out years ago. Uncertainty will keep us where we are. Uncertainty will keep us stumbling in in a path that we should have uh, traversed without any any, uh, obstacle (laughs) many, many years ago. Wow. You know, a, a <laughs> different great. expression of uncertainty is that of hoarders, kind of in the same way. Fear of poverty, fear of lack, mm-hmm. uncertainty will prevent the uh, preparation of a place within your space for the latest, greatest life-expanding version of who you were meant to become. Uncertainty causes us to hold on to things. It's the fear of losing. No, we we develop our best life insights by becoming intimately aware of our original genius of purpose and then imagining our lives from the highest viewpoint to create thought forms of desires. Those desires are the basis for the passion of hunger that we're talking about that just begins to rise up on the inside of us. And with gratitude, then we journal to blueprint holistically exactly what's being attracted into our lives. I love this idea that we're actually getting rid of uncertainty, that you're getting us to this mental place um, today of, of saying we are certain. Everything is certain when you are a kinetic believer. We know exactly where we're going, what we're doing, what the outcome's going to be because of the power of our beliefs, the power of that manifestation. I love that. That's why it's so vitally important that we hold loosely things that we want to replace. It's the fear of letting go that keeps people where they are, the uncertainty of mm-hmm. what may show up tomorrow. Wow. Let me ask you something. If you could be wiser, should you? If you could be more giving, should you? If you could be more loving, should you? If you could be wealthier, should you? I mean, if you could be anything more, should you? Of course, the answer is always yes. Yes. Absolutely. A best life is defined by the passion we experience each day of our lives. Mm. Look, successful kinetic believers are hungry to live, hungry to grow. We're, We're hungry to learn. KB creatives understand that hunger is more important than knowledge. I mean, it's the passion of desire that attracts circumstances to satisfy those hunger pains. Mm. Failure doesn't stop a hungry person. I mean, just because you may have missed out on that one piece of meat that was thrown out there doesn't mean you stop and sit down and die. No, hunger, it, it's, it, it, keeps, it keeps us going. There's no failure when hunger is present because a genius a purpose, hunger cannot be denied. That is the, the magical, mysterious power of the human being. When we release all that, that authority and dominion that is on the inside of us with a passion and a hunger, failure doesn't stop a hungry person. Somebody who says you can't have it doesn't stop hunger. Hunger has to be developed, though. We're talking about stirring this thing up. It has to be worked with the imagination. Mm. And I'll tell you, laziness will not create a hunger. Mm. We can't burn enough creative calories to increase our appetites for the greater adventure if we're lazy, if we're expecting a handout, if we are excuse-ridden, if we're willing to just, you know, be a failure because someone says that we are. Mm. There's no hunger in that. Passion for living isn't present. So how do we become hungry? Isn't that the key question? 
I love that because you're basically saying there's hope for the lazy. <laughs> you know, if you have that lazy mentality and you want a hunger, you can activate it. You can change. You can change your way of thinking. There's a hope for the lazy to no longer be lazy again. Exactly. Ever again to stir yourself up. We, How do we become hungry? First, go back to the beginning of our purpose. Imagine yourself going back. Go back to your original passion. See that from an imaginative viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And Go back to that passion and then grow up to become wealthy, to grow up to be strong and see yourself able to be in love. And, and I'm talking about the kind of love that's full of romance. Stir up a hunger for joy and happiness by putting a demand on it, by working to expect these things in your daily passion for this journey and see yourself using all of these passions to add more value to other people. Look, we all have an imagination. But it's whether or not we choose to use it with a burning passion for the expression of our creative selves that determines the weekly percentage of how much we're going to attract to manifest our better lives. How much are we going to grow? What kind of demand are we putting on the universe to manifest these expectations into our lives? The, The demand is determined by the passion of our hunger. All of us are imaginatively fully furnished, and all of us are able and capable of imagining a better way, uh, the improved way of imagining a higher way of doing life. If I were to ask you right now to close your eyes and just briefly imagine flying around on a dragon, could you do it? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the the details of your imagined dragon, it may look different than mine. I know yours would. Uh, your dragon may have a different head, a different <laughs> different size wings. It may be purple or it may be yellow or, or be of a relatively different size. But you can imagine it without struggling really hard to see it, can't you? Mm, yes. Well, if I were to tell you right now to imagine that flying dragon as changing its color from white to black or red, you could do that too. Mm. If I were to told you to, if I told you to imagine your magical flying dragon Diving deep into the ocean, you might imagine it swimming around deep caverns or coral reefs. You could do that. Yeah. Or if I told you to imagine your dragon made of marble, you'd have no trouble seeing it as a statue in the town square, right? (laughs) Yes. Look, we are all capable of imagination, even without these kind of instructions on how to do it. Mm -hmm. Nobody has to tell us exactly how to imagine something. We simply close our eyes and there we are. The imagination is where the fearless life begins. That is the starting point. This is the power of imagination because what we envision and, and sense and what we imagine to see and witness exists entirely within the mindful expectation of greatness. It's the desire of what we imagine that inspires kinetic belief to be able to move toward exactly what we are attracting to manifest. We can do a lot with our imaginations. I mean, and I know you can. We, we can do so much with it. But without any instruction or guidance from me or anybody else, we all have the ability to work that imagination. Imagination is as natural as breathing for every single human creative on planet Earth. The natural limits, though, of what we can imagine or are, they're all contained within our memories and our experiential knowledge. And like we were talking about the other day, the imagination is, uh, it, it truly is limited by what we've imagined to observe. Imaginations are limited also by what we believe that we are afraid of. 
we tend to disconnect and turn off the imagination as soon as we step up to that red line of fear. I don't want to go past that because of uncertainty. I'm not going to even dwell upon what I might believe and think about to be on the other side of that because I'm afraid of it. So I don't want to go there. So what happens is we permit ourselves to imagine all things being possible. The KB Creative sees all things as being possible because we have intentionally stirred up a hunger within our soul. And we're passionate about life. I think it's so interesting that you were just showing us that how easy it is to imagine. Um, but then also making the point that when you are involved, when your own personal, that, that inner self is involved, it can be more difficult because... Because you have that ceiling of experiential knowledge. Um, I'd like to hear more about how to overcome that ceiling. Because it, it was sort of funny to, to sense how easy it was to imagine that dragon and all those details. And it was so simple. And then when you click over to self, it's almost as if there are some blocks in the way. Sure. Well, imaginations need to be fed. A hunger needs to, a hunger wants to be fed. Imaginations need to be stirred up and it's through the creative power of observation. In other words, if we, if we don't know what a flying dragon looks like, um, we'd have a hard time imagining it. So we may be thinking, um, or somebody right now is, is sitting there going, well, how are we supposed to imagine something that I've never seen before? Well, it's the same as me asking you to imagine a, a jajara. You can't do it because I just made that up. No, the the most extraordinary life will not manifest without a creative creator's purposeful, fearless, imaginative, kinetic belief. And so we work our observations and we go out and we observe things and put them together. It's like assembling a creating a puzzle and moving the pieces around and creating your own version of things. You know, we talked about or mentioned your dragon may have a different kind of head, different (laughs) wings, a different size, a different color. Those are all expressions of you, your creative self. And it's different than mine. But it's not until you've observed those different pieces, you've observed a different kind of head and different Mm -hmm. wings and different colors that you then took and internalized and said, well, what do I like? What bears witness with my soul? And I'm going to take those attributes now and assemble them in a way that represents Megan. It seems like that what you're saying now is really pointing us toward the the importance of inspiration, of being inspired by others, by others' successes, by lives that have been lived, by things that we're observing, not to imitate, like you always tell us, you know, we're not imitating, but that inspiration should be there to sort of fill you up and overlay your desires. Inspiration, isn't that a marvelous thing? It's like the the uh, art the the love of art is in the eyes of the beholder in the expression of it therein yeah. and it's what what you interpret one thing to be is different than the way i would interpret something right. to be so we become intimate then with our own attributes and our likes and, and dislikes yeah, and the things that we are attracted to yeah. our genius of purpose uh, delighting with our intellect and it's those unctions from that place then to grow like a tree into something original and mix and mix up the garden that you're growing into by having fun with yourself, delighting in yourself, enjoying your expressions of yourself and just just refuse to ever take anything so seriously that it makes you sad or unhappy or bitter or angry. After all, you're holding it loosely. So there's nothing to be angry about. In other words, we purpose each day to hold onto the life that we imagine to see. And with the hunger of our passion, we hold onto it so tight 
just like a running back diving for the end zone, holding onto a football so not to fumble it. And the journey is to have fun with our intelligence, have fun with the genius of our purpose, have fun with life, and then to combine that with the unconditional love for our unique selves. Stir all of that up in one big pot and then develop in knowledge and skills through observations. You know, when we talk about kinetic believers using their imagination to dream up wild and, and all these wonderful new things, what we're really talking about is the ability to take a number of existing observations that you've accumulated throughout your life and to change some of those known qualities of them in order to imagine our flying dragons, yours being different than anybody else's. This creates a hunger. This develops a passion for the challenge of just thinking differently, thinking beyond the room that we're now sitting in, imagining the world outside, if you will. If we close all the blinds in here right now, what color would you paint the sky? What would you make the mountains behind us actually look like if they could look like anything from your imagination? Would they be scattered with diamonds and shimmering bits of gold? Would they be blue swirls of, of colorful ink and finger paint? What would you do with the outside, with your imagination? Because this is the thing that develops that passion for creativity. But now look, don't let the idea of thinking differently intimidate you. No, get your back up. If you find that you're, you're being uh, uh, detracted by uh, thoughts of you can't do something, or it's not possible for you, either because of finances or education or people around you, get your back up. Take the fear that's in your life by the earlobe if you've got to and march it right out the front door down to the street and kick it to the curb because it's been stealing from you. I'm telling you that fear has been right there underneath your nose, destroying your dreams and your passions and your desires. Fear tolerated is belief contaminated. Imagining things to be different isn't something that only smart people can do. Imagining a different world isn't something that only uh, children can do. All of us come into the natural with that ability to do this. And we've imagined uh, from the very beginning. We can imagine anything, creative, or if you consider yourself to be creative or not. All of us have a, an imagination, and it's there for a purpose and a reason. It's the passion of a hunger. It's the drive for attracting excellence, that imaginative capabilities then improve our ability to think creatively and to dream of new possibilities that will then manifest a life that's different today, different than the one that we are and have been experiencing yesterday. This is so empowering, just this idea that that we can step into that driver's seat in so many different ways using our imagination. And and you're right, the the key here is just how you began the podcast. It's it's the stirring up of these ideas within our lives, reminding ourselves that we we can do this, that it does work, that you know, all humans have this capability. People say, "Well, what am I supposed to do about so and so?" What about how the world is right now? What about bad news? What about all these other things? Look, just like Gandhi said, he said, be the change that you wish to see in the world. Well, let's work on some guided thought yeah. forms. Are you ready to do that? Yes, some, so some, ready. <laughs> from affirmations from our highest <laughs> viewpoints. How to imagine flying dragons. Love it. All right. Just say this out loud after me. Say, I am full. I am full. Of the energetics. Of the energetics. For attracting joy, love, and gratitude into my life. For attracting joy, love, and gratitude into my life. Positive change. Positive change. Is changing my circumstances right now. Is changing my circumstances. 
circumstances right now. New and exciting opportunities. New and exciting opportunities. Are revealing themselves. Are revealing themselves. And I'm attracting my heart's desires. And I'm attracting my heart's desires. The universe has everything I'll ever need. The universe has everything I will ever need. For success in every area. For success in every area. Right now I'm passionate. Right now I'm passionate. And I'm hungry. And I'm hungry. To imagine different things. To imagine different things. I'm courageous enough to put a demand. I am courageous enough to put a demand. On exactly what I want. On exactly what I want. I celebrate all that's right in the world. I celebrate all that's right in the world. I am love. I am love. I am happiness. I am happiness. I am joy. I am joy. I inspire people with my eagerness for life. I inspire others with my eagerness for life. And with my passion for kindness. And with my passion for kindness. I choose to be encouraging. I choose to be encouraging. To everyone I encounter. To everyone I encounter. And the expectation of my desires. The expectation of my desires. Becomes me in greater ways. It becomes me in greater ways. With each and every day. With each and every day. Wow, what a fun podcast. How to Imagine Flying Dragons. And if you want to imagine quickly and see change show up so fast, just check out the 100-Day Guided Journal. It's really a hybrid, isn't it? It's sort of a book journal hybrid. You can find that at stephencanyon.com. That's also where you can find access to the October 10th live Kinetic Belief Workshop. I want to see everybody there. I know so many of your names already. I hope to see you there in the room with Megan and myself working for a couple of hours and improving our lives together. One more new and exciting thing. If you want to receive personal text messages from Stephen here in the United States, at least, you can text the word KINETIC to 31996. No better way for dynamic change than our workshops where I can answer your questions as they arise. Sending out much love to all you kinetic believers all over the world. Yeah, thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.